previously on Good Sex, Bad Sex. The campaign's called Make All Women Safe mm-hmm. and it comprises of, it's got a film which is about a minute and a something long, which is like an advert. It deals with the issue of sex workers not being able to work together, which is a ridiculous injustice. The laws kind of put us much more at risk because we can't work with a mate. We can't work with a friend from Mm. premises. And even on the street, if you work close to somebody else, you draw attention to yourself from the police. Welcome to Good Sex, Bad Sex, a podcast from metro.co.uk. It's a bit like going into surgery, but we're the ones playing doctors and nurses. (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. You'd lose a cotton bud, wouldn't you? (laughs) Um, My name is Bibi Lynch. (laughs) And I'm Miranda Cottonwood Kane. (laughs) Coming up, we're chatting to a man who, to be honest with you, has done way too much research in his chosen field. Hello, my name's Adam and I'm co-founder of Hot Octopus. Yes. You know you love men. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love men, hate the patriarchy. Yes. Blah, blah. Um, did you know there are sex toys like just for men? I mean, I knew there was a cock ring, but that's, what, you know, but there's sex toys just for men. Well, I've, I've, I've heard of them, but never actually had the pleasure of trying them. Which... Would you like to hear more? Oh, yeah. Would you like to be filled in? <laughs> oh, Phoebe, you're better than that. Am I? <laughs> A vibrator is is a a male vibrator. Describe what it Ooh, looks like. That's for a us. tricky one because it's it has no comparables. So there's nothing really akin to it. So my grandma thinks it's um, one of those Glade fresheners. Uh, some. Some someone described it once as Darth Vader's helmet upside down. These are all very unsexy descriptions. Why was your gran involved product. in this at any stage? Oh my come goodness! On. You should come round to our Friday night dinners. Um, we we product demonstrations. Grandma's involved. Oh yeah, it's, this is. But don't forget, like in our household now, it's it's. I might as well be selling trainers or jeans. Right. It's all become so normalised yeah. yeah. that um, everyone gets involved except for the children. They, they're, they're in bed <laughs> by this stage. But there's no upper limit. So, um, no, my grandma, I always tell her, I go, do you want to see my latest toy? The whole table groans in embarrassment. And my grandma's very keen. She's completely up for it. Because <laughs> oh she says they had much more sex in those days because they didn't, didn't have, to, you know, t- good TVs, no, no, you know, it was Betamax. True. So Beta what do they do and all of that? They just... just you know, get yeah. it on. So, so yeah, she's she's very brazen. So yeah, that's why my grandma, when I showed it to her, she thought it was a, one of those Glade air fresheners that sort of puffs every few minutes. She didn't but specify that's a scent. Not the case. <laughs> she did not sea specify salt. it. Oh. Yes, no, salted caramel. Yeah, lovely. I, love it. I found out the other day that um, ducks are gang rapists and dolphins masturbate and are sex yes. pests, and you knew that. Yeah, yes. Adam, did yeah. you know that? No, no, no. There's a new, there's a new no, range. No, I did not know that. <laughs> Ducks Just don't humour her, Adam. Sorry, that's going to give my whole journey back on the train going, hey, yeah, wow. Go <laughs> um, so how does a male vibrator work? So you, you have to... Well, okay. I mean, they work in different ways, but Pulse works in a very specific way. And um, I think maybe if we maybe take a step back to kind of where the toy came from, mm. um, then I think it gives a better 
idea of how it can work and or how it does work. So perhaps that's a better way to start. Can I sort of talk a little bit about the origin of the product? Yeah. Because um, Origin stories, we I'll love. Te- I'll tell you a good origin. It's a good origin story. So, yeah. Well, we'll be the judge of that. So, <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so I had the idea to, to create a vibrating toy. Uh, and this was all for personal need. Mm. Um, I was playing around with different kind of uh, toys on the market and I was converting those into male vibrating toys or penis vibrating toys for myself. And I thought they were fabulous. And I thought to myself, well, this is ridiculous. Rather than all these home makeshift devices, I'm going to go on the internet and I'm going to buy myself a male vibrator. Um, and to my complete amazement, uh, this was around about 2009, 2010, nothing existed with any kind of technological sort of um, application. Everything was very much phallic and based on sort of the the age-old human interaction of replicating reality. Mm -hmm. So everything worked on a kind of a stroking type. There were fake vaginas, there were strokers, um, you you name it, blow-up dolls, but all very phallic and and nothing that worked on any kind of technology. So at that point I was thinking, well, hold on, I must be a complete pervert because if this does not exist, then there's obviously no demand for it and it's just me. (laughs) But that thought quickly kind of expired as I thought, well, hold on, if I like it, there's, you know, billions of guys out there all with penises and surely statistically that if I like it, there's probably quite a big proportion of men out there Mm. that also like this. So I thought, actually, this is quite a good idea. So that was the idea. We would create a a vibrating toy. Um, And I always had this... I couldn't understand how I was the only one in the world at the time, in my mind, who had made any associations between penises and vibrations and this being pleasurable. So I'd always look on the computer, I'd always typing in and trying to find any kind of link between someone who's who's also made this connection between penises and vibrations. And very little came up, but but one time I was I was researching away and I came across this medical report. And I started reading it and it talked about this medical vibrator they use on men with spinal cord injuries in order to induce ejaculation so that they could have children. I'm reading this thinking, hold on. Hold on a minute. I go to the front of the report and it's called PVS for men with spinal cord injury, penile vibratory stimulation. So this huge light bulb moment, hold on, you know, this isn't so crazy. It turns out this is a proven medical procedure that they'd been using for now 15 years on men with spinal cord injury. And not only were they using this procedure, but a medical vibrator device existed specifically to make men ejaculate. Specifically those with spinal cord injuries, but nonetheless... a a, a vibrator designed specifically for this purpose. And that was my big light bulb moment. You know, um, not only did it exist, but it was a a medical device used in a proven medical process. Some of the sexiest things are, aren't they? Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Justifying the filth. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's a very highbrow, very very (laughs) highbrow. For the good of the the people. So that's where it came about. So we ended up taking this technology, licensing it, and it took us four or five years to recreate this, uh, the sort of the, the 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 performance of this medical device into something quiet and pretty and and waterproof and suitable for the recreational market. And this brings me on to how does the device work? Mm. Well, uh, it works exactly the way this medical device works, and that is, it has a uh, disc. In our case, it's about the size of a two p coin. Um, I believe in the size of the, uh, in this uh, case of the medical device, it was slightly larger, and this. Um, American. Big bun? Nothing, carry on. <laughs> and this, uh, um, this disc uh, oscillates. And what that means, it actually moves up and down. 
So rather than vibrate, which basically is a, a, a motor with an off-center weight, which when it spins causes shaking, which in turn causes vibration, uh, this creates the oscillations not in this method, but by having a disc that literally moves up and down, causing this tap, 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 tap sensation. Uh-huh. And this is how, how pulse works. Um, you put your frenulum just below the tip of your uh, gland underneath uh, against the fr- against this uh, pulse plate mm. and it taps away and that creates these oscillations. Um, and yeah, that's how the toy works. It uh, causes by very quick tapping against the frenulum. Can we please all look at producer Sam's face right now? No, he looks all right. <laughs> Sam's my barometer. <laughs> It's okay. Aren't apple pies enough? Why do men need toys? <laughs> oh well, why do men need toys? That's yes. a very good question. Well, why do why why do women need toys? I don't toys? know, Amanda. Why? why do, because, because, Otherwise, I give myself half right. <laughs> well, there's a good the reason. Bitch, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just laziness, right? Yeah. Um, why do men need toys? Well, the same reason that you know. So it's we, a whole different sensation to masturbate. So, the, so this is the the big the big thing is here. If you look at how how vulva toys have been created, they always do things typically that um, uh, a another human can't replicate. Mm. So look at that rampant rabbit. It goes round and it protrudes and it spins and it kind of does all these things at the same time. Mm. Now, if I could do that, I would be definitely the man of the moment. But uh, <laughs> we, we just can't we can't replicate those those sensations, those movements, and and the same with pulse. Um, it gives gives a sensation that can't be replicated. Excuse me with human interaction and that's what makes pulse so different to all the other penis toys on the market is in the fact that it's not looking to replicate any kind of interaction you can have with a partner it gives you a form of stimulation and a type of orgasm that is unique to 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 an interaction with this toy and that's what makes it so cool have many people been open with you about it do you get like emails or tweets from guys asking questions very open people we get pictures we get diagrams we get you oh you name it my favorite is when people say it's especially not so much these days because we really believe them now but back in the day when people said oh no it doesn't fit I mean, what do you mean it doesn't fit mm. um well they would then send us a picture and this <laughs> you could see this little poor toy like hanging on to like a baby's arm like it's kind of clipped on oh. and it's no it really doesn't fit <laughs> and you kind of see the picture and you tilt your head sideways and it all comes into perspective and you're like oh okay <laughs> yes well you're a lucky person we will give you a refund and we should never talk about this again so um yeah we get we get emails pictures you name it um our 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 customers like to share and like to get them like to be interactive with us as the the vendor so yeah that's yeah. so cool because you kind of, i mean is there it, I, I guess um sex toy sites that are geared more towards women have kind of broken down the taboo of buying sex toys for men is that taboo still there because it's new specifically on sites or just general the generally. stigma oh there's still a huge stigma uh re- sort of related to male masturbation generally whilst um sort of female oh in 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 comparison to female masturbation which is considered quite a central sexy thing that that is approved of male masturbation is still seen as a quite a seedy act generally um and that is that is a stigma that's been around for for many years tell you what like for example when a man buys a sex toy it's because he can't get a girlfriend and and there's you know there's there's no other you know there's no other and you also look at the types of sex toys you know uh that men have they've never been particularly visually appealing and you see those in your in the bedside if a partner maybe with a neutral relationship sees one of those in your bedside drawer it's kind of yeah 
But you reverse that and you see a, a nice looking phallus or dildo, you know, the reaction would be very different from a, from a male perspective. So there's still a huge amount of stigma around male masturbation. Um, but this is changing in the, uh, quite quickly, certainly in the last half decade, um, where I think um, the topic has been much more covered. And I think mm-hmm. the products that are available, certainly in the sex toy world, <clears throat> are now starting to mirror those that have been available in 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 the in the female space you know you look at some of the, the women's toys that have been on market they're beautiful they're sculpted they're they're pieces of art and, and, and beautiful okay. things to look at and until in the last sort of four or five years you look at the male uh, offering and they're all icky and horrible and, and phallic and and not something you'd really want to associate yourself with as a man however this is changing not just you know um hot octopus but there's a, a number of great male brands out there that are breaking that stigma by creating aspirational dare i say products mm. your site aspiration mm. wow right. no, write that down right. your um your site's gorgeous thank you but it looks like really classy kind of sexy site we try our best no it's lovely it's lovely thank you. um do you think with the whole sorry i'm just just with the whole sort of like the stigma around masturbation mm. Do you think there's something to do? Because for me, when I think of males, when I think of men, like people with penises um, masturbating, I think, oh, you can see that anytime, whether you like it or not. (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's a bit seedy. Like it seems to be something that's quite in your face. Whereas like, I I feel like female masturbation, because we talked about this a lot, where it's been, it feels like it's been more of a taboo for us. So Mm. like if, if that's why you you see it on porn a bit more, where it's like, oh, I'm, you know... I think we must watch different porn. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to try. But also there's the whole thing of a lot of women, I guess, get sex toys because um, the female sexual organs are are kind of, it's, it maybe is more complex to <laughs> orgasm, whereas with the male, it's all out there. And so maybe less so. I like that you've got form. I have form. Tell Miranda and Producer Sam about Henry the Hoover. Oh, dear. Do we have to talk well, about Well, you, you did it. <laughs> yeah, I did do it. One of those things. I didn't regret so much doing it. I just regretted telling yeah. anyone that I did do it. <laughs> Uh, but I think we've already sort of established I'm quite a truthful person. That's, <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know, one one has to, you know, you just don't wake up one day, you know, thinking I'm going to invent a sex toy. This is a lot slow process of realising that you have a gift in this area. <laughs> and this, this comes through a lot of trial and error and, uh, you know, practice, shall we say. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a time in my youth where I, I was saying I would, you know, repurpose conventional sex toys um, into well, female sex toys into sort of male devices before they existed. Well, um, that didn't stop just on 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 sex toys. Yes, I did repurpose a Henry the Hoover once for this purpose, and uh, doubt I'll ever hear the end of it. To did be you- honest, <laughs> sucker. Did you, yeah. did you, um, did you at least blindfold Henry? I just feel- <laughs> well, actually, you know, it, it was a Henrietta oh. <laughs> with her long that, eyelashes. That Oh no, Henry would have been completely out of bounds for me. <laughs> we've, we've had a couple of other things. We've had mainly women who make their own sex toys on before. Yes. Lovely Annabelle Knight, for instance, yes. uh, back in episode two. If you want to go and re listen oh, to that, it? Well done. Oh, thank you. Okay. I've got the same question for you, which is. 
product testing yeah. and uh, market research, yes. shall we say. How do you go about that? Do you get your mates involved? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. What, what happens there? Let's like well, crack open the a bottle. Pu- she said crack open a bottle of Prosecco. So, you well, know. Oh, no, we don't do this in a group environment. Like, <laughs> from the sound of a what bowl, Annabelle does. A pile does. of soggy biscuits. <laughs> oh, please. But from, we all need From snacks. the sound Annabelle, get, Annabelle gets all her mates around, it's all done in a kind of, a, oh, look, what does that work for you? Well, us, you know, we, we don't quite do it that way. We, we end up getting a few prototypes and I, the queue starts building outside my flat with all my friends. As soon as they hear that the product's coming out, it's funny, if they all start coming out the woodwork asking me how my day was, my friends never ask me how my day was. <laughs> you know, that's a strange. Is there anything you want? No, just seeing how you are and how business is and any new products coming out anytime that need testing up chance. Well, obviously news travels fast. So yes, I would say my, my friends certainly are the, ben- the beneficiaries of the first round of testing. And then you um, give them a questionnaire and they have to... Yeah, actually, exactly, exactly how it is works. Is it laminated? No, it's oh. not laminated. Oh. I, I'm assuming they answer the questions not during the, the, the testing, but after the testing in a safe environment, shall we say. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so first first round goes to my friends always, and then obviously we need to expand the the and um, you know it ends up going. It tends to be people that we know or friends of friends or you know people. You don't really have to go out and ask, yeah. seek volunteers that that actively. They really do seem to to, to come to us. Excuse the pun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, pun a minute in this line of business. Um, so yeah, testing is is a, is a really and I like. And I like Easy. that you respond to customer and consumer feedback as well. Absolutely. You kind of have to. But for, I think us more than any any other, well, not to say any other, but the, the sort of types of products that we create um, really, you know, when, when you're creating, and dare I say, sort of more conventional products, things that aren't real, true inventions, innovations, they might be, you know, uh, optimizing something that's already on, on the market mm. or a ch- slight change of purpose or how it's done. A lot of our products really are completely new, either new technologies, new ways of doing stuff, new, really new stuff. And what that means is when the products hit the market, that's not when the product development has has completed. Yeah. So it actually goes sometimes, I mean, with Pulse, it took us probably another two years to perfect that product after it hit the market just to perfect it both from a sort of a user perspective as well as from a manufacturing perspective because when you're when you're creating something building something that's never been done before usually the first way that it's done is never the best and it's only throughout production processes and feedbacks from from feedback from consumers that we actually really get that product right after you know could be six months a year could be with pulse because it was such a new innovation could be up to two years because the technology was very very difficult and different so yeah so with our our newest product jets just hit the market and yes and we should imagine that you know it'd be pretty brilliant to start with but uh you know over time it'll really uh we'll be able to iron out any kinks and really just make it absolutely perfect because again it's it's a new innovation it's a new way to deliver vibrations and that's never been done before so so. what's the usp of jet so jet our usb is our treble and bass technology oh my god like drum and bass do a drum and bass so the reason we've used treble and bass is we want an analogy that people can kind of get their heads around um and jet is made out of sort of it's it's another penis vibrator it's a vibrator penis toy it's made out of sort of three elements um the first is a uh expanding sleeve and it looks a little bit like a cock ring except just like our other 
vibrators, male vibrating toys, they sit, it sits underneath your frenulum. So you don't put it all the way down to the bottom of your shaft. It sits just below the tip. Mm. Uh, and, and it's made of three holes. So one, you put your penis through. And the other two um, is where these two custom bullets get put in. So if you can imagine the old school vibrating eggs where you have the control unit and the mm. two vibrating eggs, mm. sometimes they come in two. Um, and other times they, they have dual. That's kind of what the product is. It's got this um, these two vibrating bullets, which are custom, and I'll tell you a little bit more about this, and a control unit. And these feed into these two holes um, underneath the penis. Um, and the treble and bass technology is the fact that one uh, bullet is the treble. So it, so it has a much smaller weight attached to the motor and delivers much higher frequency vibrations. The bass bullet is, has a much heavier weight on it and therefore delivers much higher amplitude, much lower frequency vibrations. So you can either uh, deploy the treble to get these very high frequency vibrations or the bass in order to get these deep oscillating kind of bassy uh, vibrations. And when you um, um, deploy both bullets, at the same time, then you play with the treble and bass to find your perfect frequency. And that's when the beat really kicks exactly. in. <laughs> so it's the treble and bass is really to kind of give the user an analogy of, of what these two bullets are and the kind of effect. And it's actually worked really, really well because that analogy does really translate into what the vibrations feel like, either treble or bass. Have you ever hurt yourself? I was going to say, <laughs> why has anyone been, died? Have you ever tried, when you've been inventing all these things and you've got your Henry Hoover or you've been like Henrietta. trying to make Henrietta, sorry, with eyelashes, yeah. and you've been trying to create your own invention... I'd have you ever, has anything ever sort of sparked or you've just thought, oh, <laughs> this is Yeah. I, 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 nothing, nothing to the point that I sort of jumped in, oh my goodness, there was this, you know, there's a few, I, I played with some of the e-stim stuff once and, you know, when you get that wrong, that can be pretty, pretty painful. The what, what stuff? The electro-stim stuff. So it uses, oh, blimey. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> it basically uses uh, uh, electricity done in a very gentle way well okay. um, to, for, to create stimulation there's there's a company called MyStim does it and there's a UK brand called eStim and I was playing around with those and pressed the wrong switch once and, and thought I was going to hurt myself quite a bit <laughs> and then there's been quite a bit of pinching that kind of thing down there but nothing sort of Nothing that's perturbed me or put me off too much. So, you know, because you've got this, obviously, so your background isn't in no. inventing or development, no. but you but you are coming up with these ideas yourself. Yes, yeah. I have a You know, you could kind talent. of be using that technology and that brain to save lives. I think I am. <laughs> I think <He> I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you a tip. There's some context to that. Yeah, there is. Is there? Yeah. <gasps> Go on, go on, tell all. So I'm going to take right back to Pulse again. So we, we took this medical device mm. and spent all these years creating a recreational sex toy. And that was always the objective of the, of the product. Uh, however, when we launched it, we ended up getting as much interest from the sort of medical and therapeutic world as we did from the recreational. And the reason it being is that um, one of the unique things about Pulse and its technology is you don't need to stroke in order to... Uh create the desired effect which of course for us uh, uh penis owners is a completely um what's the word um counterintuitive that's yeah. not a good word, good word <laughs> because we've been stroking since the, the the age of time however with this you put yourself in completely flaccid and the pulse plate does all the work so if you put yourself in flaccid you turn the product on the pulse plate will make you hard and and will, will make you ejaculate without doing whatsoever yeah. so it's the lazy man's toy but in turn what this means is you don't have to have an erection to use the product yeah. so if you have erectile dysfunction for one so you can't get an erection you can use the product completely flaccid oh. and there's a big misconception that you have to have an erection to have an orgasm and the two 
items are completely separate. Really? So you can orgasm with a completely flaccid penis, as so many Pulse users who do have this affliction have uh, have, have benefited from. Um, so, so there's a psychological boost to that. Well, it's also yeah, completely. Yeah. But you know, is a you know erectile dysfunction can either be psychological or it can be physical. Yeah. But it doesn't matter which it is. Yeah. You can use the product flaccid, and you're getting all the sensations you would if you're erect. So therefore, you can ejaculate and have an orgasm completely flaccid. So all those people with with erectile dysfunction who might have maybe you had prostate surgery. I think some post prostate surgery person told me once that you know, it was a little bit like pulling an elastic band, just nothing happens. It just, mm. so, uh, and then you get feedback that they used the toy and had their first orgasm in, in X amount of years using the product completely flaccid. So in that sense, we've saved live. Oh. Also because you don't need to stroke. So this stroking action, which is so yeah. natural to so many of us, um, there's a big proportion of, of, of people out there who can't do it. Yeah. They might not, they might be missing a limb. They might have such bad arthritis that they simply can't hold stuff. Mm. They might have motor neurons disease. They might have God knows what what ailment that prevents them from this very natural stroking action. And because the product doesn't require that, for example, you know, if you're in a wheelchair and you have a carer, the carer can put that product in place, turn it on, leave the room and let the uh, the, let the, the user get on with it. Yeah. So in that sense, we really have saved lives quite ish, kind of, oh, in, a, in a way. Yeah. Shack. But that's always, been, that's always been the cherry on the cake because that was never our intentions. <laughs> and the fact that we've created a product that not only sells very well, thank goodness, but also has this this great good that it's that's able to, to do. Is the lazy real... boys, though, who've put it on could do the washing up. They, like, well, you know, you yes. Could do anything, <laughs> Shut up. It's not true. It doesn't work that way. Get My wife could be listening. Yeah. You know the tip of, I mean, you know, this around Sam knows this. Sam told me this. You know when you, um, or you can either put a marigold on and masturbate with that <laughs> yes, so it feels uh, like a bit sexy. Or sit or on you your hand. Sit on your hand, yeah. exactly. So it's a stranger. Yes. <laughs> There you go. You had that for free. I'm just helping. Thank you. Thank you. Let me make notes. Yeah. Do you have any tips for anyone who's thinking about getting their first vibrator? What kind of things they should look out for? What kind of things you would suggest? Any kind of tips for someone thinking, I'd like to try a vibrator at some first, point? First, you just do it. Stop thinking about it and do it. I think a lot of people get stuck on the thinking about it. and mm. never. I think that's true with anything in life. You know, if you're thinking about it and this appeals to you, just go and buy one. Um, the good news is that um, our vibrator used to, uh, generally our portfolio was very expensive um, but now with Jet which is also a vibrator it comes in at £49 so for us that's quite an entry level yeah, vibrator so um mm. You know, any advice? I don't know. It's sort of, you, you know, you don't know what you're missing until you've had a go and then there'll be no looking back. Does a pop ring count as a sex no. toy? Yes, Does as a sex yeah. toy. Not as a vibrator. No, no, oh, no, vibrator. absolutely. It's one of the oldest sex toys ever around. What about a Magimix? mix? You don't know what a magic mix is, do you? Isn't that one of those? Yeah, really yeah. Great cake, cake um, yeah, yeah. Things. So you've you got, you've got yeah. That, stop it. Cool you've got, um, you've got Henrietta's on the phone. Yeah, so um, get off the magic mix. She's jealous. <laughs> she's jealous. <laughs> Tell her about the teas made, the bitch. <laughs> Slut. Um, <laughs> so you've, um, I've literally lost. You've got jets just coming out. Yes, and. Is, was that part of the eight products that you had coming out soon? Yes. So quickly tell us what the other seven are. Blimey. Yes. So um, so the first is Jet. It yeah. was the first launch of this uh, year. And as I said, it's it's uh, our sort of uh, more entry-level vibrator that works with this fancy treble and bass technology, uh, which is actually something we're going to be using in, in lots of different toys, including our Volvo toys, because it's been so successful going forward. Um, then we've got Digit coming out in 
May, this I believe. This is the weirdest set of dwarfs that I've ever heard. <laughs> Digit. <laughs> Jet <laughs> Digit. <laughs> I don't know whether they're going to be talking or no why. I haven't finished the names yet. <laughs> oh, go on. You put it, they all sound like dwarves. Yeah. They're called Ammo. Ammo, Digit, Jet, Pulse. <laughs> This is the best Snow White with seven dwarves porn I've ever heard of. I'm going to get back. There's going to be producer emails. So where was I? Digit. Digit is our reinvention of the finger vibe. Yeah. Come on, lady. Come on, ladies. So Digit is a reinvention of the finger vibe. So we're creating a a premium finger vibe rather than the sort of novelty items that tend to be on the market. Mm. Uh, And this is a really great product because it kind of, um, it's, uh, it looks a lot like jewellery. So the whole idea is it kind of becomes this beautiful extension of your body that gives you a vibrating uh, sensation to to your touch. Um, Then we've got ammo. Ammo is uh, our bullet Get it? Ammo bullet. <laughs> so ammo is, is the hot octopus bullet vibe, which will come out, I believe, around August. And then we're completely reinventing the pulse line. So we have the Pulse 4 series, not that that's quite what it's called. We have a, a Pulse Solo Essential, a Pulse Solo Lux, and then we have the Pulse Duo Lux uh, coming out as well as the Pulse Solo Concept. So currently there's a Solo and Duo, uh, and that's going to be replaced by five products within that portfolio, ranging everywhere from £89 to £179 for the Concept, which is an interactive toy. So it's an interactive chip, so you can watch VR porn with it. It syncs up to other other toys. So if uh, your partner is using one toy, Pulse will react to whatever your partner is doing with that other toy. Yeah, that's why we call it the Pulse Concept. It's our concept toy. Um, And that's going to be coming out uh, around about November time. So, yeah. And is there any truth in the rumour that there's a BB and Miranda range? A who what? A BB and Miranda. BB and Miranda range. Can we have one named after us? A BB and Miranda range. We we don't mean mine being at the lower end of the scale. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if you want to put something in the pound shop. Well, look, it's it's a simple question. Do do they sound like dwarf (laughs) now? If, if they are, then I'm sure then we can get you into the they're portfolio. In. Otherwise, we're going to struggle. Finally, these amazing toys for men, amazing toys for women exist. Are we still going to be having the sex? We can still, there's still room. Are we, would a woman feel intimidated if a bloke got out a sex toy for him? Because we talk a lot, don't we, about to, to, to how um, the woman should introduce it to the couple and so not to emasculate oh, yeah. the man. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think I don't know. I think if it was, if it was something, is it more solo than couple? No, not at all. I mean, yes, I we have a duo. We have a duo version that's a couple. But you're talking about the the, the solo toys. Mm. You know, what's what's a solo toy? Well, solo yeah. toy just means it's used on on one person. That doesn't mean two people can't Benefit. use it on one person. Um, that's a good question. You know, I, I think it it's all down to the individual people right yeah and the move and the move and the position and position and the sciatica <laughs> and the products available and the yes. products available and um finally do you want to take this opportunity to apologize to henrietta no i think she loved it <laughs> <laughs> she's never hoovered the same way since <laughs> thank you adam Brilliant. Oh, what, a, what a way to finish <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm thrilled about? I could see your 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 eyes light up. 
the um the lazy man sex toy. Oh, what can you do with the hands? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say I wish I had one, but all my sex toys are lazy boy <laughs> sex toys. My sex toy is a lazy boy. <laughs> Would you? What's his name? Give him a name. <laughs> That's for why God's he hasn't had sex with me for a year. <laughs> oh, you're so he's too lazy. lazy to even come meet so me. So lazy. <laughs> if a bloke um, introduced sex toys into sex yeah would for you? him sex toys yeah you? yeah how do you feel about that I would oh, do you know what I'd, I'd crack on would I'd you? be like yeah because I'd want to see what it did to him and also like there are other parts of the body that I can play with and there are other parts of the body that he can play with on me whilst you know frankly his junk is being seen to what a be- well that's a beautiful image well Thank done you. you what words words <laughs> um, my name is BB Lynch and I am a sculptor and the English language is my Rock. I'm Miranda. What's your name? (laughs) (laughs) Good Sex, Bad Sex was produced by Sam Bonham for Metro.co.uk. Please get in touch with us on Twitter. Retweet us. Give us a review. Anything. We are at at Good Sex, Bad Sex, Triple X, like Vin Diesel at the end. That's never going to catch up. It's not. Um, Also, if you've got any kind of sexy question, what is a sexy question? Do you want to go out with me? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend? Um, Um, What's the itch? (laughs) How much is calamine? Um, Or anything, any query or anything you'd like to talk about or um, to talk about guests we've had on or maybe Mm. to suggest some people. That'd be cool. Yeah, suggest yourselves. If you're you're into anything, suggest yourself. Um, And get in touch at info at sexpod.co.uk. And we will see you next week. 